can't stop watching Peaky Blinders. I'm on my second week, second run through. Peaky Blinders, huh? Yeah, that's what I do. I find a show I really like. I watch it twice. Like, just back to back, mm-hmm. twice. And then I find another one. So you watch a lot of shows then. Have you seen Game of Thrones? No. I just started my show grind this year. I literally, like, didn't watch TV until this year. And All right. I started watching you, Breaking you, Bad, Better Call Saul. You like fantasy shit? Uh, Somewhat. I okay. So I kind of like the shows that are like Breaking Bad and Peaky Blinders, like the like the crime shows. Crime stuff. Okay. Like have that. you? Do you have HBO? I have HBO Max. Like my dad. Does. The same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. There's one other. It's called True Detective. That's really good. Very good show. show. It's an anthology series. There's three seasons, so each season is a different story, but it's always about two detectives solving a crime, and the fr- and they're each only eight episodes long, and each episode's an hour, so it's basically a long movie. And the first season has Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. And they're chasing after a serial killer. It is so good, dude. One of the best shows I've ever seen. Okay. Okay. I'm going to have to get you a review on that, Mike. Mm. I'll have to. But obviously, Breaking Bad. Without question, one of the best shows. Oh, go show. Go show. But I'm not going to lie to you. Better Call Saul might... I'm not going to say it's better... But, like, it's up to pop. This new season, I don't know if you've seen it. Are you it. watching it, the, like, as it oh, comes I'm, out? Oh, yeah. Oh, are yeah. you? No. No, I'm not paying for it. A lot of people at work are, and they're talking about this last season like Bro. it's the fucking Bible, dude. It I'm is. Like, it is. It's shit, literally, dude. like, neck and neck with the last season of Breaking Bad. Really? It's, it's like, I'll warn you, it's tragic. That last season is tragic. Probably. It is sad Rip Wallow or some shit. But we know Saul's gonna survive, so it's like... Well, yeah, because it's pretty yeah. cool. You don't know what happens to Kim Dale, mate. You got no fucking clue, mate. I just well, no, no, I do. Spoiled, no, yeah, I know exactly. No, but you still don't know, mate. You still <laughs> don't know, mate. That's the thing. You think you know, but you don't know. Fucking mate. Kim, isn't it? Well, at the last episode of the fifth season, all right, because we're on the sixth now. Yeah. It um, it was uh, she was going. Oh, you haven't seen that. I haven't seen past fucking season four. Then like. Fuck. Well, so you've seen season four. That's I know saying. when, uh, spoilers, I know when Chuck fucking off himself in the house. Oh, uh, yeah, smart. Oh, I've got to do that there. Rip Chuck. Man, was a piece of shit. Not gonna lie, dude. Yeah, I didn't like him. It was a piece of shit, not gonna lie. Well, with Howard, that, bro. With that. back to two books and a motherfucking mic. Start right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, we already oh, have a sneaky fucking Just sprung it on me, mate. Like, there's no one's business, mate. Unbelievable. There's no difference, you know, now you're just talking still. Yeah, I guess so, mate. That's what we do. That's what I like to do. I like to start the episode without anybody knowing, so it's very natural. Very natural. Organic. Unless someone drops my address, Kyle. <laughs> Drop an Audi, mate. Hey, we're so good. We got editing tools and shit, and we're feeling very peaky today. Peaky blinders. But, um, yeah, so this this one might be in a bunch of different accents, so yeah. be ready for that. Yeah, I'll be, be ready, ready Mike. for that. We're in my treehouse, so and it's yeah. like fucking nine thousand degrees out. So if it is, um, if you can hear the wind, sorry, but it's cooling us down. So uh, yeah, I'm getting kind of comfortable now, to be honest with you. No, I'm getting nice. Anymore. It's like I'm, a I'm sauna. Now. It's like a sauna. Like I'm just sweating <laughs> and we're my fully clothed in a yeah. sauna. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very nice. Uh, don't put it like that, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> But we're back, and we got a special guest. We got. I'm Tyler. It's nice to meet you. Yeah. All of you who are listening. <laughs> I don't know any of you, but I, I might know some. I might know a few of you. I know a few of you. Hell yeah. But. We've got Mr. Tyler here. Tyler, tell us a little bit about yourself, buddy. So, I am a marketing student at nice. UNH. Nice. Um, as of this year, that is. But I was at MCC these last two years. Mm. Boring stuff. Don't go to community college, honestly. It's 
not worth it. <laughs> uh, you won't meet anyone. You won't do anything fun. Uh, but I uh, also run a page on Instagram. It's uh, at rap.convo. We're currently expanding to TikTok at the moment. Mm, if you right. make reels, you make shorts. Hit me up. I, I need someone to help me with that. But um, I saw. Oh God, my fucking dog. If you can hear that, that's my dog. It's just Mikey. Yeah, it's just, just Mikey, Mike doing his thing. But I saw that you hit a hundred k. Over a hundred k now. Oh, yeah, that's very exciting. Congratulations. Thank that's you. fucking Thank crazy. You. That is huge. Yeah, that is no, huge. That's like it, did, it didn't really feel real at first when it happened. You know, it just but like I don't know. I guess it's just here. I yeah. guess. I don't know. That's I don't really know how to feel about people it. Too, that's a lot of that's people, That's like, dude. I'm pretty sure that's more than what we have in our town. I think it is. And that... I think it is. I don't know, man. That's a fucking hoot and all. That's massive. 100,000 followers. Yeah, it's... It's a process. I don't know. It's just... What kind of stuff do you post on the on this page? I mean, it's rap combo, so music yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, originally, I kind of just started off, like, chasing whatever was popular i would kind of mm. just like fit myself into that mold mm. but lately it's really kind of just been about like i mean as, as bluntly as i can put it just music like i basically just make posts about like what i listen to mostly i'll find just like unique ways to like format it and like put people on new music mm. so i mean i didn't even kind of i didn't even really have an identity you know what i mean i was kind of just doing whatever so i, I didn't really like so people would ask me what my page is about i would, about rap yeah, yeah like, you know what it's now about. it's kind of more centered about around like the music and i'm starting to i want to post more like interview clips of rappers though and like that'd be sick yeah i saw that clip of young thug with the that was fire with the mac miller and shit oh yeah that was on tiktok yeah yeah i saw that yeah but yeah it's difficult though i'm not gonna lie to you uh because there's a lot of times where i have absolutely no ideas like today like i was supposed to post today I have literally no ideas in the bank mm. and like there's only so many ways you can like try to put people on the music and like yeah I feel like I'm at a point where I need to like change my content up but mm. like I've been using the same style to get to where I'm at and like, sure. now I kind of have to like reinvent everything and it's that, yeah. do you post like news things like rap news news about the music industry so all? I did that at first when my page was like really small but mm. the problem with that is like it's so saturated people get their news from like rap they get the news from like uh, I don't know just like a lot of bigger pages that are already kind of like established rap like, TV and yes. records and all that stuff yeah, yeah they're all like they're firm like they own a monopoly on that side you know yeah. Yeah, there's nothing I can really do to compete with that so I had to find a new way and, and then with news you have to credit all the sources and stuff too which is a huge thing yeah and just i still have to like credit sources and, and some of what i do too um, oh yeah it's like occasional posts where i like kind of do a little bit of research into yeah it. especially like, like with an interview too like you'd have to say where you pulled it from right like if you post a clip or yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. i did a um there was a clip of kendrick lamar he was uh this is a bit controversial but he had the he had the crown of thorns you've probably seen that yep Ooh, so yeah. they were <laughs> it was worth his crowns were three million Damn. So that was what the reel was about. They asked him how much his crown was worth. And it was, wow. Yeah, it's three million. But I had to tag the videographer who did mm. that. That's um, three million for a fucking crown. Three million for the crown, bro. And well, speaking of credit, like a lot of you know, a lot of these bigger pages. <laughs> re more recently, Chris can speak to this. Oh, well, I heard about this too. Yeah, yeah. So I had this post called Combining Rap Songs. It was uh 
J. Cole on the N95 song by Kendrick. I thought that was pretty hard. Yeah, that was that was a dope post. Too. Yeah, I did that and like a few other popular mashups. And then Our Generation Now or Our Generation Music, I don't know if you know them. They do like interviews with like a lot of up and coming artists. Like they have a Yeet interview. They have, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like they, they just do like that type of stuff. They're like yeah. industry politics stuff. Pretty yeah. Much. But then they, they ripped my whole post. They just did a diff- their own cover for it and they ripped my whole post without giving me credit. Yeah, I saw that he showed me that, that when you put it on your story word and stuff. For word, like, for wow. word for word. They didn't even like try and switch up the uh, like the order. The right? order, yeah. No, it was just that was wild. Stories. And like I don't know how does how do how do they get away with that? Like I mean, because they're OGM, they're so well known in that industry. Like they bring yeah. Instagram so much traffic, they bring them more traffic than I do. So I mean, they're gonna I mean, not for long though. I, last I checked, they. It's funny you say that because the, the when they did that post, yeah. it didn't perform as good as mine. So I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. I only did That's like half. Funny. Sweet justice. Yeah. On the topic of like working and shit, like. That's that's like a job, I guess. Well, what what's your other job that you do? So, my job's kind of boring. I'm not gonna lie to you. I literally just drive pizzas four days a week. But hey, that's a living, though, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't <laughs> I don't have any bills, not anymore. Yeah, yeah I just yeah. got in a car. Fair. Um, I mean, I mostly just do it because it takes so little time. Like it's only four or five hours a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it leaves me time to do rap convo and just like go outside, have a decent summer. Yeah, exactly. But, and that's the shit for sure. I'm on vacation right now, so like W. W. But when I'm working, I'm just always there, always yeah. fucking grind mode, and it gets tiring. But with something like that, where you're a few hours a day, bang in, bang out type shit, in and out. But the problem with that is it does get boring sometimes because like there are times where I'm just like sitting home on like a Tuesday. Yeah. It's like I want to be working. Like I want to be doing something. My post is out for the day, and then it's like 1 p.m. and it's like, oh fuck, what do I do? All right, I've got like 10 hours to myself. What am I gonna do? Mm. Like, so I I do I did want to get a new job this summer. I was gonna get a marketing job down in uh, Burlington. Yeah. Decided not to because I wasn't trying to make that commute every day. Fuck that. It was gonna be more miles on my car. More gas. Didn't really want that, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's my work schedule. Really. I'm not gonna be working in like a month because I'm gonna be up. To school. Yeah, you're gonna be at school. How are you feeling about that? That would be exciting. Fucking U and H type shit. Oh, I mean, it's kind of just setting in now, really. Like, yeah, being away from my dad, and my sister for the first time, just like full time. It's gonna be a definite yeah. Like a, yeah, you're gonna be there for a fucking transition. Group. Yeah, because yeah, you were at MCC first, and that's just the commute to the campus, which is very close. Exactly. 15-minute commute, also a minute at home with my dad. different situ- situation, yeah. Yep, now my sister's going away to school, my dad will be at home, and I'll be away at school. She's going to be in Keene, so she's going to be like two hours away. Damn. Oh, I know some people at Keene. Yep. That's uh, an school. interesting school. Very interesting that school. That is crazy up there. <sighs> I know a lot of people at Keene, actually. Really? Yeah. A lot, oh, of, oh, a lot of O'Day's friends go to Keene. Oh, yeah? As well as Toby. You met Toby. Mm-hmm. We're going to get him on, too. We should. That'd, That'd be, be interesting. Toby's friends with Marcus Rush. Marcus Rush. Oh, yeah. my God. I remember that kid. No need to... Uh, sorry for Marcus dropping his uh, government, but... Name drop. It's hey, it is what it is. Shout out Marcus, I guess. <laughs> but, I mean, we're kind of bouncing all over the place, but what's a, what's a musical artist that you've been listening to recently, and why? Why do you feel that way? 
And yeet is not an exception. Yeah, <laughs> John hates yeet. Um, he despises it. In case you couldn't tell. You know what? We're going to do it. I'm, I've been listening to Kendrick lately, Chris. Oh, we're going there. A lot of Kendrick we're lately, Chris. I know, I know Mr. Chris does not like the new Kendrick album. Because that makes two fan. of us. That makes yeah, two? That makes really two. I am a huge Kendrick fan, and I love the shit he's done in the past, and this was just a fucking miss for me, man. Okay. This was so far away. I mean, I still I enjoyed what he talked about on the album. Yeah. I thought his messages were still very relevant and interesting, you know, and I just think that his execution was very mid, you know. I respect that. I respect that. Did you not like the production? A lot of it maybe. No, the production was actually very good, in my opinion. I thought yeah. it was very good, but uh-huh. I didn't like the style. I think the style was different from than what I'm used to for Kendrick, and it was again, it was just more boring to me. And to have that track in the middle with the just him, them arguing for the whole thing. Oh yeah, that we was, cry together song. Yeah, yeah, that was just like it's not. It's not needed playlist material you know no. even listening to the album straight through to get the full experience i don't want to listen to a fucking argument you know yeah, it's, it's just like anxiety you know i don't uh, need that yeah, but no, i mean it was interesting it yeah. was very interesting but that so, threw me off heavy and that, that was a good point you made there because i think a lot of the songs on there like that could have been like better told as just like straight poems or like mm-hmm. in a book and yeah not like, like what he they should be musical ideas. Even like what know? he did with "To Pimp a Butterfly," you know, or or even "Good Kid, Mad City," you know, just the the his style with those albums, I feel like was was so much more unique. And this was unique too. Like I haven't seen anyone else kind of do what he did with this album, but it just wasn't enough to really keep my attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a slumber party for me. Yeah, sure. I remember when it came out, you were like, Chris told me, he snapped me, he was like, yeah, I don't come to Kendrick to fall asleep. Oh. I'm like, yeah, I agree, I agree. What did you like about it? Yeah, that? you enjoyed it, so. Uh, well, Let's get a little I liked it, <laughs> I liked the album, but like, you want, if I'm being completely honest with you, it's like not a top three Kendrick album, like, oh, at sure. all. Like, yeah. it's not better than Damn, it's not better than Good Kid, it's not better than Spin Butterfly. It's probably not even better than Section Eighty. I mean, you could really you could debate that, hmm. but like, I did enjoy like the cuts. I did enjoy were so different than hmm. what I had heard from before. Like the intro, "United in Grief," that the progression on that song was like really cool because I never really see Kendrick doing like super progressive stuff all the time. It's usually just like four or five minute songs. Like he has a couple longer ones, like "Fear," "Sing About Me," but I like how that Fear. song. Oh, oh, Fear's one of his best songs. 100%. Fear is one of his best songs. 100%. I, I could talk about Damn for hours, by the way. Damn That's my favorite Kendrick album. I want to get that out there right now. Damn. Damn. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Fear is incredible. And 95, I think, is like honestly a more replayable version of DNA. I'm not going to lie to you. It's got that same energy to it. That same hard-hitting beat and energy. And like, I love the cadence switches. Like that, that second flow that he got into. That is, so a, that is an interesting so take. Hard. I agree like, that it's similar to DNA, but I think DNA is far more replayable. See, like, you throw on DNA now, and it's just like, I don't know, I've heard it everywhere, I've heard it a million times. Like, yeah. I saw it's a good song, right? But, like, I'm not going to go hop in the car and put on DNA. Just because, like, how overplayed it got. I don't think N95 will have that same effect because this album kind of got, like, slumbered on. Slumbered on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, 
And that does just have to do with, again, what you were saying, how long DNA has been out as a song, you know, and exactly. how overplayed it was, yeah. too. Because they're both on the same tier, more or less. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy N95 a lot. Yeah. That was, yeah. I think, the only song I really liked on the album, yeah. to be honest with you, but... Rich Spirit, uh, though. Can we get no, some love for Rich no Spirit? One, no one's good. No I love Rich Spirit. That The progression on that song, too, like, he slowly adds another layer into the instrumental after every chorus and verse. Yeah. Which I really like. Yeah. And it's just, like, super chill. A lot of... A lot of different vocal inflections from there, you know. But thing is, like, just because it's different doesn't always necessarily mean it's good. Yeah, right? yeah. So, like, I do understand why a lot of people don't like this album. There were a lot of forgettable moments for me, too. Like, that argument track. Put it bluntly. That shouldn't have been a song. Yeah, shouldn't have been a song. I, I would have rather seen, like, a short film for that. Yeah, like, honestly. That would have been cool. Even if it was just, like, a skit, you know. Yeah? It was, like, a... a 40 second skit. Yeah, there's like a beat just, behind it and shit. Yeah, I know. It's like five it's minutes. Like, I just, need that. Fuck you. But I'm just like, not really it for me. But it would have been a very good short film. Yeah, it would have been a really cool short film. I don't know why they didn't do a video for that. They should have done a Yeah, if they'd done a music video, it would have been way better. Uh, that's oh, interesting. Take notes, Kendrick. The yeah, Hard Part notes. 5? Thoughts on the Hard Part 5? That was alright. I like that song. Right. That was a good song. I didn't think it was all that crazy, but I enjoyed it for what it was, for sure. I was sleeping on it. Yeah, I was sleeping on pretty much the whole thing. Yeah, and I will oh, say the hard part yeah. four is way better. I don't know if you guys have heard that. It's not on. It's not on streaming anymore. Oh really? But you dropped like four damn. Damn. But <laughs> fuck. Well, on the topic of uh, music videos and films and stuff, yeah. what is your favorite movie? You said you were watching a lot of TV shows, but I'm talking movies. I'm talking films. movies. Huh? We just watched uh, Training Day last night. King Kong got shit on me. Classic movie. Poop butt ass. <laughs> Bitty boop looking motherfucker. I mean, like, it's a basic pick, but I'm just going to say Scarface. Fair just because I love that style of, like, the, the style yeah, of the movie crime and TV shows. Yeah, the you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Mafia movies are incredible. Yes. Mm, like yes. Goodfellas, Casino, Godfather. That's what I need to start watching. Those that's you would like. First. Like Godfather. Like I've heard that's really good. I think you may be more interested in something like Goodfellas if you liked uh, Scarface because it's more fast-paced. Okay. Godfather is a f- over three-hour-long movie, oh, and you dang. just sit down and you. It's all about like the conversation, but it's very good. It's an incredible movie. Godfather Part Two is my favorite movie ever made, but it's. Godfather Part Two is almost four hours, actually. So oh, that one's longer than the first. But. but you know, I don't mind films that are long like that. You know what I mean? Because I like that's why I watch yeah. TV shows because I like watching a story develop that takes like a little longer than just a couple hours. Fair, fair. So that's kind of why I do that. So like, I wouldn't even mind necessarily watching like a horror movie. I mean, am I gonna do it all at once? Probably not. not but probably watch like an hour or two of it one night. Yeah, because you know, the they have intermissions show. too because of how long they are. Really? Yeah. Like in theaters or like in the actual disc? On well, the actual disc and DVD. So it's like intermission? You stream it on the same of like screen that says intermission. Damn. And it lasts for like two minutes tops. No. So enough to go to the bathroom and shit. Yeah, you pause it when it says intermission sort of a thing. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. they did it when it was in theaters. And they, that one it was like, you know, like a 20 minute break sort of a thing. But yeah. Because they used to do that because movies were much longer than they are now. Oh, yeah. Because people's attention spans are very quick. Fucking uh, tiny okay. now, you know? Uh-huh. Including me, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, um, yeah, was that? That was movie. That was your favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking all over the place, man. It's all right, but don't worry about it. Well, don't um, admit it. I'm trying to make it. I, sorry, <laughs> I'm trying to make a good transition, but these are just like the basic questions for yeah. like 
getting, I don't know. The icebreaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's, so our this audience one's is familiar. more affiliated with you, yeah. Know, so they understand who you are. <laughs> so we had an interesting one yesterday. We asked Bronwyn what her biggest pet peeve was, and she said slow walkers. I got one. I got. Oh. One. I don't even need to think about it. Instant. I hate. Okay, sorry. Don't hate. That's, that's a strong word. I do not like when people over apologize for things. Like mm-hmm. even if it's just small stuff, dude. Like. Like, oh, especially like, when for, it's small stuff. Especially yeah. when it's small stuff. Like, uh, all right, just just for example, like my roommate. This is no shade in my roommate, whatever. I've only talked to him like once or twice, so I feel bad <laughs> even talking about this. But like, I, I hit him up and I was like, "Yo, what's your Snapchat?" Just so we could like get to talk a little more for him. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, my bad, bro. Uh, I was gonna hit you up, but I, I don't know. I, I didn't get around to it." And then he gave me a snap. Like, why are you apologizing to me? Like, yeah, like like. I don't know. It's just like something so small like that. Like, it's like, like it's not that deep. It's it's not a big deal. Like, you know what I mean? Like I was gonna add you at some point. You were gonna add me at some point. Like it's no big deal. Like, yeah. I don't know. It won't actually annoy me. But like if I'm around someone for too long and they just like keep apologizing to me over small stuff, I'm gonna mm. like I'm gonna lose my marbles. That's for sure. Yeah, I guess. That's a good one too. So we've had like slow walkers, mouth sounds, but I like that one. Yeah, that one's more specific and more interesting. Yeah, yeah I like that. I just, I see it a lot on my day-to-day basis, like especially when you're trying to break the ice with people, right? Mm. Like, if you're just like apologizing to me too much, like right when I meet you and like, I don't know, like you're rolling out the red carpet, like, I don't know. <laughs> I just, like I don't, like I hate the idea of putting people on like a pedestal in any way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Not until they've earned it, at least. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like, even when people do it to me, like, just, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's kind of dumb. Like, it's arguably fair. worse when they do it to you, too. Yeah. yeah. You just feel like you have to continue yeah. with this, you know, high standard that they've set for you, you know? It's like... It's like, dude, I'm a human geez. being, you're a human being. Like, yeah. Why don't we just act like human beings? Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, we're bound to fuck up at some point, so don't <laughs> hold me to be in this, you know... Fuck exactly, man. And small talk, that's another one. That's another what do you one. mean with small talk? Not, like, when I first have to break the ice with someone and they just want to, like, go to like, Oh, the weather's oh. nice today. Like, yeah, yeah, like stuff that. like that. Like, oh, they go, like, what do you do for school? And stuff like that. Like, all right, that, that's not necessarily, like, a bad one, you know what I mean? But, like, if you just keep beating around the bush with, like, questions no. that I don't care about, like, <laughs> exactly. you know, it's just like, dude. One of mine is um, if you like if you're asking for a favor and like you beat around the bush like oh are you available today like can you go pick up someone or something just try to ask nice. you really nice yeah like, yeah Some oh shit you don't like have that. to like no pressure but, yeah like, like if you're gonna ask for favors you're like yo dude like I need help yeah you know like, help me out or something huh. instead of oh how you been man like just ask, get it save over the facade just, just tell me what you want exactly yeah yeah. That's a fair one. And I think being blunt with people also can, like, work to your advantage and your disadvantage. Because when you put that blunt energy out in the world, people are going to reciprocate that mm-hmm. to you. So, like, if you are if you don't want to talk, like, that's always a good thing. But, like, sometimes, like, my nature is just very, like, straightforward. Yeah. So, like, sometimes I'm too straightforward with people that I actually want to talk to. And then they take that as me being, like, closed off or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of, like, how I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, sometimes trying. I actually do want to talk to people. Yeah. Like, I, like now, even. Yeah. But, like, I... I don't know, I'm kind of shallow. I mean, like like most people nowadays, I just kind of, like, get to the point whatever I'm trying to do. Fair. It's just easier to be honest. It is. Because, like, again, you get the beating around the bush type shit that's just, like, a waste of my time. It's like, hey, come on, man. 
Fucking say what you want to say. Say it, <laughs> mean it. Exactly. People's time is valuable nowadays. Like, you know, <laughs> it really like, is. It's one thing when you're in like high school or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like we all got jobs now. We all value our time. Yeah. I agree with that a lot. I feel that a lot because a lot of my friends um, stay inside. You know, they play <laughs> video. Not, I mean, you do, but you get out a lot, you know. But a lot of my friends, you know, stay inside, play video games and stuff. So when I see them, I want to. Have an actual conversation, you know, yeah. like, how are you doing? Like, what's going on in your life? Like, tell me about what's happening with you and not just like, oh, it's been hot, huh? Yeah, exactly that, dude. Exactly it's, it's, that. Yeah, it's, it's just pointless at that, you know? It's ridiculous. But you always got to strike a balance, you know what I mean? There's mm. always a balance because, like, I don't know, at least for me, it's like, like, I want to get to know people, but at the same time, like, I do fear opening up to people. Mm. So, like, I don't. Like, sometimes, like, I try to stray away from, like, deep and, like, introspective conversations because, like, I've had that information been used against me before. Yeah. But, you know, that there are times where you just got to, like, accept whatever's going to come from that. Like, you know, this person might screw me over, but... Yeah, we're gonna be genuine anyways. You know what I mean. Yeah. So and then usually you can tell from a first interaction if someone is genuine or not. You know, and if they actually mean it when they ask things about you, like how are you doing. But sometimes you can get a snaky person who does end up losing it against you. You know, let, let me ask you a question then, because this is something that's been on my mind for a few days. So, not gonna do any name dropping or anything, but let's yeah, say you have uh, a genuine friendship, a genuine connection for like a long time, so, yeah. a long time. And then, all of a sudden, out of the blue, they just stop talking. Hmm. And your friendship with them is real. Your connection with them is real. It's genuine. Yeah. You know, like, I won't give any, like, specific examples or whatever of, like, how our friendship was. But sure. Then they turn around and <clears throat> leave you. Have you said anything to this person? Yes. Did they respond? No. Damn. If you've reached out and they didn't respond within like a day or two, I mean, I'd honestly, I'd give it a couple days, but ultimately, if they're not around and they've chosen to leave, then they're not worth your time. Really. Yeah. Because again, like you said, your time is valuable. Exactly. Why waste it on someone who doesn't want to be there? Your friends are going to give a shit about you if they're your actual friends. And if they're not good enough to respond to you or to leave in the first place, then they're not worth your time. And they're not a worthy friend. Fuck you don't keep them around. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Okay. And, and I know it's like, hard because it's shell shocking to me. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. This person in particular, like, I also kind of like put on a pedestal in a way, like, because this person like was there for me in like my hardest times of my life. Yeah. And then another hard time came around, and I guess like it was just too much for him to handle. Yeah. yeah. And ever since then, I just like I. I hit him up for, like, probably, because, like, this was someone I'd see, like, multiple times a week, even, like, tw- twice a week, like, I'd tell this person, like, almost everything going on in my life, and then, like, they just left. Just left. That's yeah. fucked up, man. So, like, because, like, that's what I questioned, like, this per- this connection I had with this person was genuine, it was yeah. a real friendship, but, like, now what is it? Yeah. So, like, someone yeah. can be genuine at first, and then they'll pull the card off. To be honest with you, looking from an outside perspective, because I know when you're in the middle of it, it can be like a, like I said before, like a sort of like, fuck this person, like I'm done sort of a thing. But you also have to think like, okay, well, what's going on for them? You know, like, are they okay? 
are they going through something that maybe I don't know about? You know, you have to be, you have to have time at first to be open about it and to find out and to see yeah. what's going on. But then if you it's find like out months. the, okay, no, it's that's, been a while. That's, a, that's enough then. So yeah, like <laughs> I, I probably have sent this person like six or seven texts, like over the course of like two months. Like this was yeah. at the beginning when I didn't really know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I was still like. Trying to hit him up, like you know, trying to talk. Like, exactly, yeah. But no, never came around. I gave him a couple calls here and there, like no response. Like, and then I eventually did like one last, like, all right, I'm gonna try reaching out to you one last time. And I was like, yo, like it's been a while. If you want to like go for a walk, catch up sometime, like let me know. Like, no. so damn. And I've seen this person out and about, like mm. not personally, but like through. Other people, mm, like you know that they're still they're out and about, you know. Yeah, exactly. I'm so definitely like, guilty of that, but not <laughs> intended. I'm just a lazy about that. Fucking... You know, what I, mean? I don't care if you fucking blow me off to go hang out with someone. Like it yeah. happens. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, but two but, months. Yeah, that's. I got deliberately cut off. There's a. Difference. That's just disrespectful. That, yeah, you know? especially no word. No word. Yeah, I didn't. Like closure is kind of like closure is key. I feel like it is. I'd rather have someone be blunt with me and say, I don't fuck with you anymore. I'm out rather than just nothing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think it also depends on the situation, too. Cause oh, I, for sure. In that situation, I would have appreciated some closure. Yeah. But, I don't know, something like you talk to someone for like a couple weeks, maybe a month or two, and they're whack. Like you find out something you don't like. Mm-hmm. I guess I can understand that. Like, no closure, maybe, but like, I don't know. I've been in the situation where I've lost people that I've been close to for a very long time, and it not it hasn't dropped off that way. Like there's usually like a big argument or some sort of fight or something. But you realize from those things the way that I got through it always is I would always realize okay, if this person is not willing to to communicate certain things to me and not willing to try to fix what we have, you know, to to save to salvage the friendship or whatever, then it's again it's it's a disrespect it's a lack of maturity and if i'm trying to move on with my life and you know grow as a person i don't need this type of you know energy around anyway exactly exactly but on the other hand you know i feel like i can't be too mad at this person because ultimately it is their life they're maturing they're growing you know yeah but and like you know you 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 gotta sometimes not everyone, you know, sticks through with all the way. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to lose some people. And, like, I get yeah. that. But, like, I don't know. I'm just trying to, like, see it from both sides here, at least. That's like, fair, yeah. It's just, but, yeah, a fuck situation, if you will. Yeah. Very, uh, very fraud, if you will. I mean, to get all deep on your No, no, no like, it's very interesting. interesting. It's very interesting. And it's all, I mean... I was raised by, like we've been talking about before, a strong Italian family, you yep. know, so we're very big on respect and morality. Yep. And if you don't have that... See you later. Again. See you. You know, like, you gotta... You, there's It's human decency, you know. Mm-hmm. And I am a very forgiving person as well. You have to try to see it from both sides as much as you can. Is this person okay? Is this something they're going through? But over that amount of time, if you've received nothing in return, there's really not much left you can do. No. You know? And I know that's putting it bluntly, and I, no, I mean, no, but, but I, it's I get it. You know, it's it's a horrible situation. It's over. Sorry, you're going through that. No, that's all right. Just 
You know, it's actually like the first time I've opened up about it before. Like, I've kind of just like internalized like all yeah. of it for the well, last like good two months. Up, you know, I'm glad you're comfortable enough right. to do that. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. I'm trying to think of something like to be on this deep side, Thank but you. bless you. But um, it's just it's so much different than going through like a breakup with like a girl or something. Oh, it's way worse. Yeah. It's, it's way, way worse. worse. It's way more subtle though. Like mm. you break up with a girl, those feelings are just gonna hit you all at once. Those like mm. negative feelings, self doubt, and like you're gonna, you're gonna be sad, probably crying a little bit, but like but then they'll go away, and they will ultimately go away quicker. This was like a long time connection I had with this person. And I like, I knew their family, like we went on vacation together before, like. Yeah. It's just, damn. But this is the type of situation you're just gonna learn from. Yeah, oh, you know? definitely. You're gonna definitely. learn from it. You know? I, I gotta be, you know, more careful with who I tell what, you know? Mm-hmm. Just like, again, like whatever you tell about yourself to other people will be, or can be used against you. Yeah. But you also can't be too cynical either. You can't think that way all the time, or you're just never gonna open up to anyone. You're never gonna like feel a genuine connection. So, I think what I've learned is not to be scared of getting hurt by other people. It's inevitable, you know. But if you read the situation, you think someone's genuine enough, then maybe maybe close in on some things you got really going on because that's how you actually, you know, build. Uh, relationship with people you know you can talk about sports you can talk about tv shows all you want but like you know if that's all you talk about you know you're never really gonna like get to know that that's person. what i'm always saying to these yeah, guys you know it's like you gotta have the you know it's not it, it was so common before for males particularly to 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 you know kind of keep their emotions to themselves and i think that's the most bullshit way to be raised mm-hmm. i think that you should be vocal about your your feelings with your friends you know you should be willing to try, you know, as reserved as you may want to be or you may have grown up being, you know, you have yeah. to be willing to try with people and to open up yeah. to them and to be willing to hear their issues as well. Yeah. It's yeah. a huge thing. It's a huge thing, especially for the homies. Yes. Yes. That's where you keep the homies and help everybody be better. You got to grow together, you know. So yeah. I mean, opening up to people can help you in a lot of ways, too. Now they can see your situation from someone who's a perspective from someone who's not going through it. So they might be able to see with a clear mind, clear perspective. You know? exactly. Yeah, and other people will learn from your situations as oh, well. Totally. Yep. Totally. Damn. It just all depends on who you open up to, really. You know what I mean? You gotta, yeah. You do have to be careful with it. You, know? you have to be careful, but you have to be willing to take a chance, like you were saying. Exactly. So. It's a balance. So like, just like with everything in life, you know, you're always going to strike the balance. Big balance. If you're not in balance, you're be all over the place that's for sure that's one thing i've had to learn over the years just like because i'm a very like all-in type of person i like to be like all in on whatever i'm doing so like if i'm in summer mode i ain't trying to do shit bro i'm trying to just go outside like go to cloth like go hammocking go on my bike like go outside see i love to hear that that's refreshing to hear yeah everybody yeah. else is like oh, I'm gonna play smite oh, <laughs> hey you <laughs> I'm, I'm not outside all the time though I wish I was outside more but you know I grew up I never had any Xbox or you know I had a Wii and a DS when I was wicked young but I grew up out west in like Montana and Alaska oh. and shit so they were like go outside dig, in a, dig a hole in the ground you know fucking yeah, play with yeah. a stick you exactly. fucking idiot like you don't need to be inside right now you're a kid go outside you know yeah. 
break yeah. your arm, you know? <laughs> fucking rub some dirt on it, you know? Like, grow up type shit, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. Kind of rough raising, but... You know, that's just how I enjoy myself, is being outside, you know? Doing things with people that's not, you know, in front of a computer sort of a thing. And that's just completely preference you know because yeah. when you, yeah. you you can still you know have time with your friends on the computer and stuff like that you know and mm -hmm. online or whatever i don't even know the words for it but you know you, you can still have that connection and the communication as long as it's actual communication as well and not just you know talking about the game you're playing or yeah. if you're watching a movie or show together you know like you should actually try to incorporate real conversation in it as well like we're saying you know like mm -hmm. deep emotional stuff you know because it's important Oh, yeah. With friendships, to keep that, like you were saying, it's very important. I couldn't agree with that more. I think it's the most important thing with a friendship is to be able to talk about more serious and more impactful things than just it's hot out or it's yeah, it is this game is hard, hard and it's out. a pain in the ass. You know, it's yeah. just like you have to fucking communicate with people. Exactly. But at the same time, I think that. Those situations have made me also kind of appreciate distractions more in a way. Like, I don't know, it's kind of like very opposite to what we were talking about. But like, sometimes, like, like, like when I when I'm really down bad about something, mm. like, sometimes I'm not ready to open up yet. And like, mm. sometimes I just go put on the facade act and I go out and I go hang out with a bunch of people and just like distract myself with everything that's going on. Like sometimes just like getting my mind off those things, like maybe even though it's using it, doing it maybe like in an unhealthy way, mm. it does, it does help sometimes. Just well, to be able no, to, like, that's the thing. There's the two sky. sides to every coin. And as long as you know, and you're aware that it's, it's good to at least sometimes experience this more deeper side of it. You know, you can, again, you have the appreciation for both. Yep. You know, which is important as well. Yeah, that's for sure. The balance. Balance. Always going to strike that balance. Damn. What a fucking deep tangent we just went on. Good tangent, yeah. Really? Very interesting. I like that. That was good. Continue with that. Exactly. And I guess on the topic of staying positive, how do you stay positive? Like with the distractions you said, like, what do you do with, um, how do you, how do you stay positive? How do I stay positive? Well... I've got a pretty good sister. Yeah. Uh, I talk to her about a lot. You know, good, so like good. if I'm really like, if I'm really down bad about something, I'll go talk to her. Mm -hmm. Like that'll usually make me feel better about whatever I'm doing. Yeah. But a lot of the time, it's just self reflection. Like sometimes I'll just like, like you know, I'm not talking like sitting here and playing a video game, mm -hmm. like yeah. or watching a TV show. Like sometimes I just go out. I'll go like find a nature spot and I'll just like sit there. By myself and i'll just like really take it and process everything i'm going through because like without an understanding of what you're going through you're going to fear it or you're going to feel some type of way about it so like yeah i really just like to understand whatever i'm going through because then i can view it in like a more realistic lens mm -hmm. and i won't typically won't get tripped out about it too much but damn i like you <laughs> <laughs> Damn. We have a lot of the same opinions on this sort of thing. This yeah. is good. Chris, you gonna take notes here? I fucking do, you know? dude. Jesus. I'm feeling shallow as hell. This is how you this. do it, you know? You gotta fucking and you have to be able to to have to be comfortable 
in your aloneness too, oh, totally. which is a huge thing. Because I used to, you know, in high school, I would rely on friends and parties and drinking yes, and smoking yes. and drugs, other drugs, you know, acid stuff like that. Yeah. I did that once, you know. I've, yeah. I've done other things like Percocet, you know. I don't care about saying any of this shit because my family knows it all. But yeah. you know, and and you would just, I would distract myself with all this horrible shit that I should not be doing, and I knew it, you know. Yeah. But I was. Down bad. I was yeah. depressed. I was hating myself. I was hating everybody. So I'd go out and distract myself because I didn't. I was afraid of being alone. Yeah. And then once you're comfortable with that aloneness, you can achieve so much more. It's honestly insane. Yes and no at the same time because I feel like there are periods of time where you'll be so like independent and like comfortable in your own skin and like processing everything on your own. There are times where I notice I'm more dependent on external things like using people as like i guess pleasure in a way like as a distraction you know what i mean mm. like there are definitely times where i'm more independent and i can just like be alone and it's not a problem but there are some times where i'm alone and it's like okay, i need to go yeah, out like, I, need I need to, to go out like, mm, I need to do be social yeah and then again that's just back to what you said about the balance yep there's got to be a balance but as long as you're comfortable in that in that aloneness, you know, as long as you are able to be alone. Yeah, sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. Yeah, that's and that's the, yeah, that's the, that's where it. But I think getting to that point where you're more comfortable with it is just really just practicing it. Just yeah. practice being alone. You know, like it's gonna be a lot harder if you're like a college student or a university student. You are constantly around people all the time. Yeah. But like, I think even then, like, it's it, you can't isolate yourself, mm -hmm. but you have to appreciate solitude. Mm. 100%. Damn. I feel like we should get some good quotes from this. <laughs> Tumblr quote machines. Honest, <laughs> no, for real, though. That, that is a great quote. It's just inside the mind of Ty, I guess. Damn straight. That's the fucking title. Fuck, man. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. Lost for questions, at least. It's really good. It's really good. I like this one. Just use some of the deeper ones we got. Yeah, go, go ahead. Interesting. Even just the topical ones, I feel like you, you, we could get some good uh, conversation going with us. You know? hmm. That's for sure. I guess on the topic of isolation, how did um how did COVID impact your life? Because everybody was kind of in their own pod for a little bit there. Well, I'm, I've always been a really introverted person for the most part. I do, like, I have that side of me that really loves social interaction. Sure. And, like, I definitely thrive off it. But, like, a lot of my time, a lot of times my social battery's dead. So, like, going through the pandemic, like, in ways, like, I don't want this to sound, like, insensitive, but, like, was kind of clutch at times, honestly. Like, I feel Just, like, that, being man. able to, like, be alone and, like, not have to worry about, like, going to work, going to school, just being able to process everything. Like, mm -hmm. that was... That was good. Part of that part of that was good, but a lot. I mean, they got to points where there was too much of it, though. Right? Yeah, totally. There were totally points where I was just like, there were just like days on end where I just like couldn't go out, couldn't see anyone, couldn't do anything. Like, mm -hmm. It was just me, my sister, and my dad, and like, it was just uh, definitely depressing at times. Definitely depressing. Oh, at for times. sure. Yeah. Even yeah, though, like, I do absolutely. enjoy being alone, like, yeah, it gets to a point where, like, I want to go out. Yeah, I too do much things. something's a bad thing. Exactly. Always. So, I guess that definitely was, like, a, a positive and a negative. Yeah. But, I mean, I got COVID one time. That was Yo. horrible. I'm not going to lie. That was, that was no, not that, fun. That's not fun at all. Just uh, getting those shivers in my bed. Like, I'd wake up, my blanket would just be covered in sweat. 
Like Yeah, it used to be cold as hell. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. It was man. weird, bro. It was weird, but what a fucking disease. Yeah, I got it twice. It's hell. That's it's hot as rough. I feel like and again, we need a, you need that balance of being alone and, and, and being out with people too. And with COVID, when it happened, it created an imperfect balance. Yeah. So there was too much of one, and there was literally no way to have the other. You know, there was no way to go out to a party or to go out with friends, you know. because I mean, for me at least, because I was more careful about it, I didn't want to, you know, because I didn't want to risk getting myself, or I lived with my grandparents at the time. I didn't want to risk, you know, they have compromised immune systems. I didn't want to risk them getting sick, you know, that sort of thing. So it was just an imperfect balance, and that hit people very hard. Yes. I know a lot of friends of mine went through very dark times. Yes. And people, yes. friends of mine lost people as well to it, yeah. which was, yes. it was incredibly bad, but yeah. it changed everything. It did. It really did. It changed yeah. everything. I, I think it also depends on like how you, how you look at it too, you know, like obviously circumstances like that can bring like bad situations. Like, you know, like my grandfather died from COVID. Like, that was, yeah, that was kind of rough, but, I mean, on the other side, I started my page throughout that time, with all that alone time I had, yeah. and I was like, all right, I gotta make something of all this time, like, I mean, the internet, mm-hmm. the internet's so big nowadays, I was like, you know, I like music, like, why not start talking to other people about it? Exactly, yeah. So, some good did come out of it, Yeah. But, you know, that too much solitude, and, like, just not being able to, like do the things I want to do on a day-to-day basis. Like that's how it really affected me. Like I know a lot of people had it worse though. Like mm-hmm. I, I probably was one of the luckier people in the pandemic really. Like, Damn, definitely yeah. a blessing to not have been impacted like too bad by it necessarily. Yeah. Like, I had like I said, I didn't have any sort of technology at the time. Cause I have, like I said, I've never been big on that. I didn't really, I only recently purchased an Xbox and have been using it, you know, and that sort of thing. So I have nothing. I have nothing but my movies. So I was just watching the same shit over and over again, losing my goddamn mind. I mean, you got like a million Blu-rays, so come on. Yeah, you don't think I've seen all of them? Though? I've yeah, seen them all at least four times. They're, you know, I only have the best movies, but... It's like an empty feeling you get when you're like, oh man, I've watched this movie four times and yeah. I can't do anything else. I'm just stuck here in the street. Uh, I know. It's... The whole rest of the day. Like, you know, sleep was a big clutch factor in the pandemic. I did just take a lot of naps, honestly. For real. Just like, were you guys time. working during it? I did not, no. I've had to like pretty much quit my job. Really? I, Which was honestly clutch. Where did me. you work? I was working at um, a supermarket and I made it. I was in a dark time with that. So it was definitely... A good out. It was like a good reason for you to get out of it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know what? And like, my parents were like freaking the fuck out about it. Like, yeah. didn't want me outside, and they're like, you, you can't work anymore. And I was like, I might fucking be, dude. Dude, I was working, believe it or not, from like May twenty twenty forward. Like, damn. That's when I started at Pizza Market, so I started driving. It was mm-hmm. just all like no contact delivery for the most part, but. Yeah, like leave it on the door sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they'd open their door and have to wear a mask and everything. You know. Yeah. I did work. I did work. Surprisingly, I didn't get COVID through work, though. Like, going out and delivering. Yeah. I didn't get it through that, I don't think, no. And it, or if I did, it was, like, way later down. Yeah. I got yeah. it, like, yeah. I think late December or, like, early January of this year for mm. the first time. Really? Yeah. Of this year? I went, like, That's almost two years without it. Yeah. A year and a half, probably. I was working straight through the whole thing. I remember when we had to order the masks. 
I was working at Market Basket when I was a manager there. We got it. And everyone was losing their minds, you know. Yeah. It was insane. The paper was gone. Everything was off the shelves. It was hell. You know, the bathrooms, everything had to be cleaned with, like, every, like, half hour sort of a thing. That's wild. Insanity. Working during it was hard, especially in retail. Yeah. Because there were so many whiny bitches that needed their (laughs) fucking toilet paper. Yeah. And and now it's the baby formula because there's a shortage of that. Really? There's also a shortage of tampons. So, like, two of the most, two of the hugest staples of, like, you know, personal hygiene and and development, you know, Mm -hmm. as far as children are, there's a shortage of them now. A literal shortage. So, you know, people who, you know, mothers who are raising their children and need baby formula aren't able to get it. And it's fucking scary yeah yeah i wouldn't i i I don't envy being in that situation i feel bad for people who are because if you need baby formula you know and you just literally know where you can get it right now it's hard that's fucking wild man every time we get it at target we put it on the shelves it's gone the same day wow because everyone's trying to grab it scary still even now even that that just happened especially now that just happened with the baby formula that was last month tampons were this month both are still going on now. Fuck. That's fucked up, man. That's really fucked yeah. up. It's retail for you, man. Retail. It's a hell of a world. Yeah. Yep. Retail and the fucking food industry. And then as far as the banking goes, when the Russia thing happened. That was wild. The Ukraine thing, yeah. That was fucked. That was crazy. Like, people Cyber attacks. Out about yeah, that. People taking their money out of their accounts. Emptying yeah. their accounts. Insane. Yeah. Fucking crazy. I guess on the topic of like technology and shit, how do you feel like that's how do you feel that's affected us? Like based on like are we too dependent on it? Do we not use it to its fullest potential? I think we definitely use it to its fullest potential. Really? Maybe a bit too much, I'd say. Mm. Like, I because it's uh, I feel like the world nowadays is just saturated in technology. Everybody's well, using their phones. Everybody's here's my piece using on laptops that, right? so and shit. I think the problem with that is that a lot of people become too dependent on being stimulated rather mm. than just enjoying their time naturally. Myself included. I'm not. I'm definitely in that group when I say that too. So, like for instance, like you wake up, you check your phone, like. I don't know. Yeah, say it's your day off, right? Like, uh, you hit your vape, right? Mm. Or something like that. Um, you go watch TV for a few hours, uh, play your video games. Like, and before you realize that you're not enjoying you're your just... normal activities outdoors because you're becoming so dependent on what you're doing indoors. I think that's when it becomes a problem. But I think technology has probably changed the world for the better in, a, in the most part. Just like, yeah. Uh, the medical developments they've been able to make. Oh, yeah. Um, security developments. I mean, security was harder at first because the vulnerabilities that technology brought, but yeah. they're being figured out. But yeah, that's for sure. I just think overstimulation and dependency is when it becomes a problem. Like when the only thing you're doing is just sitting in your house and just relying on technology to get you through the day. <laughs> I think that's a problem. That's a big problem. But like, yeah. You know, you use the internet to your advantage. It's a resource. There's yeah. so much you yeah, can you can just Google anything you want, any yeah. question you have. You I would never have been able to build my platform, um, speaking about rap music, without the internet. Exactly, like, yeah. It's 
I'd say I have a, a healthy relationship with that at least. I'm not sitting on my phone all day looking at the numbers, just like scrolling through. Like when I do that, it just like drives me crazy. Yeah. So I, I like to just put it down, just connect, get outside for a while. Like I'll typically do my thing in the morning and then I'll just put my phone down. The rest of the yeah. I check it a couple times, but like I, I don't like just sitting there like talking to people online all day. Like it's cool for a little bit, but again, I just hate being like to the point where I'm dependent on technology, which I've definitely been there before. I need to just like disconnect and then just like find that balance again between real life and technology. Like you were saying with the days off, there's like, like people wake up late in the day, yep. you know, mm-hmm. like 11 o'clock or noon yep. and they just I get on their, 10 o'clock today. get on their computers or whatever, yep. their Xbox, their PC, whatever. And they just play. Don't get up. Don't go outside. Nothing. I try to wake up. I, I can't wake up physically before or after nine o'clock. 9.30 every day. So I get up around 8.30. First thing I do is make myself breakfast, and I try to get outside, go for a run or something. And then, if I don't have plans, I'll go inside, play for a little bit, or watch a movie, and then I'll do something else outside again. But you have to... I think that scheduling and making a routine for yourself is huge. Oh, it totally is. It totally is. Because once you start to slip from what you're accustomed to doing, like your routine or your behavioral patterns, you'll start to I start to go crazy. I start to lose it. Damn straight. Because when you have no structure to your life, there's just yeah. And it's about building a healthy routine. Oh, totally. You know, eating healthy, exercising, and making time for people outside of of inside your house. You know, (laughs) and then also making time for that. You know, inside movie gaming type. You know, beat of the day. You know, you yeah. It's again, it's about the balance, and that's where the routine comes into play. So exactly, exactly. But I do think it is a beautiful thing in a way that we have those resources available to us to for when it's when it's used healthily, right? Like being able to just like kick back at the end of the day and like throw on my favorite TV show after like I haven't watched TV all day. Like it's like eight p.m. Just chilling, sitting inside. Like that is yeah. nice. But, Decompress, like, so too. Definitely. It just depends on how you use it. Mm-hmm. The routine and structure is huge, like you're saying. That is absolutely key. Very important. Well, I mean, I'm trying to think of a good transition, but what do you, um, what do you think it, like, what do you, an, an issue that concerns you the most? Could be global, could be internal, could be... National. In, yeah, Nash, thank you. I was trying to think of a word for... Uh, the U.S., but we had a lot of, uh, mine was, when we first asked this question, I thought something that affected me directly, and I filled out <laughs> my gas tank beforehand, before going to John's house to record, and I said gas, oh, their gas prices, and it's been kind of an ongoing medium ever since, and that was like, a running gag, if you episode will. Episode four of season one type shit. Like, what's just, the, what is one of the biggest problems facing our nation? Gas prices. Yeah. I was like, do it. Uh, yeah. And then Devin was like, oh, world hunger. Like, and I said racism. And then <laughs> and then like, oh, it's felt like a fucking schmuck. Gas prices. Fucking yeah. gas prices. So I need to come to the gas prices, because that's already taken by me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, feel like, a toughie. I feel like this one has kind of been done to shit already, but like, I think I kind of have like a little bit of a unique perspective on it, and that's college, mm. right? Um, you know the deal with college, you know, when it's the end of high school and all your teachers and friends and parents are telling you you got to go away to school. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's not necessarily like the best advice you can give someone. Mm. Like, 
like I didn't go like I wasn't I didn't want to go to school right away because like I didn't know what I wanted to do and I went to school for two years doing cybersecurity which was something I gave I I didn't give a shit about it like honestly like like I but I did it because I I was interested enough in computers so I was like all right maybe I'll like this but I ended up wasting like twenty thousand dollars just doing doing something I didn't really care about because I thought I was obligated yeah yeah and they push that on you at a very young age. Yes. Like, even when you're in middle school, they're like, high school, we're preparing you for high school, and high school's preparing you for college, so you better figure out something quick, because you're exactly. going right up to high school. Exactly. And, like, I think people don't realize, like, when you, you need to be able to go to school for something that you're actually going to be able to pay off a degree for. It's an investment. Exactly. Yeah. It's an investment into your future, right? Like, obviously, if you're going to use that $100,000 to go get you a degree that's going to get you a job that pays you... I don't know, like you could eventually maybe even make six figures a year from it. Like, obviously that's worth it. And if you love it, that's the biggest thing. Yes. If you don't yeah. love it, you're never going to be able to compete against people who do love it. So that's mm-hmm. another thing. But, um, I think cool. just like that whole culture of just like forcing people down that path right away can be very dangerous. Cause like a lot of people will end up leave with like a hundred thousand dollars on their shoulders. Yeah. That they're not with a degree they're off. not even interested in. Or they, that one that won't lead them to a job. Exactly. You know I mean, like, I just think people like obviously like taking a gap year can be kind of tricky because like then you may lose some motivation altogether to For go back sure. to school. But yeah, you know at the end of the day there are way there like there's becoming so much more ways to make money nowadays. Like oh yeah, I don't think I just don't think going to school immediately is always the best thing. Maybe just taking like a year or two to figure something out. And I, I know it's not like necessarily like a a big global issue no, necessarily, I, but it it definitely impacted me personally. So I see it as though. College was, it used to be, a huge part of our nation's culture because it was actually, like, required to do anything. Oh, totally. And nowadays, there are so many things you can do that do not require a college degree. And the fact that it's pushed on you from freshman year of high school all the way through and through is complete bullshit. It is. It's complete bullshit. I didn't go to college. I haven't yet. Don't know if I plan to. I've got a gig that if I continue where I'm going, you know, I'll be making, I could be making $80,000 a year before I'm 30. That's solid. That is fucking fine for me, dude. That is solid. That is fucking fine for me. I do not think that when, in the event that I have children, pushing them, pressing them to go to college is not going to be something that I do because I do not think it is necessary. If they want to, fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Do what you want to do. Be whoever the fuck you want to be. I support you 100% of the way. But for me, it's not in the books. I don't give enough of the shit, you know? I just want to make a good life for myself. And if I can do that without being hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt, you believe me, I'm going to fucking try. Exactly. Exactly. Like you said, it's an investment. It is. That's what people think it's just like... Oh, you go there, you go party, you go have fun, you meet a ton of people, which is a great part of college, by the way. The social experiences are totally, like, Yeah, they're worth yeah. But people don't really view it as an investment. They kind of just see it as like, oh, this is what I have to do. This yeah. is what my parents did. This is what everyone around me is. So mm-hmm. I have to do this, even though I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. Because so I've never taken a second to think to myself, well, what about what I actually really like? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because people don't really utilize self-reflection enough and solitude again not isolation but yep. solitude right it is a very important aspect to growing as a person like mm-hmm. you know you sit down for a little while you really think about what you really like and you want to become a lawyer dude go to law school do it like, 
Yeah, better it's call an Saul. Hey, better call Saul. Better call Saul. <laughs> and like you said, it is about doing something that you like too. And I think oh, totally. it's funny because people always give me shit because like, you still work at retail. Like you plan on working here forever. I'm like, I enjoy retail. I like it. I think it's fun. I like dealing with customers. You know, I enjoy the the vibes of the energy I get from a good you know working in a good store that is you know related to retail. I enjoy retail. Yeah. Know? And I always get shit for that, but I feel like, you know, you enjoy what you enjoy. You know, I'm not going to give you shit if you like, you know, cybersecurity or if you like law school or if you're into international business. It's good for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy for you. you yeah. know? And I like what I like, you like what you like. Sort of exactly. Do what you want to do. That's great. I think people are also too afraid to do what they really want to do because of other people. They're afraid yeah. that they'll I'll talk bad about them or someone your your mom or dad will, aren't like they're not going to like what you're going to do but like yeah, i feel like parents are a huge thing yeah people don't want to disappoint their parents exactly especially like you got some successful parents like you want to live up to those expectations and especially yeah. if your parents are pressing you to go to college you're going to want to go to college exactly. so you don't let them down but you have to realize them and, and that that comes to the fault of the parents you know about you know pushing your child to do what they want to do and yeah. not, you know, encouraging them to enjoy themselves and not forcing them to do something they find no interest in. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a fucking hoot and a holler. And I feel like um, that is just, with that shit, it's just, they're pushing the college and, you know, they're scared to not go to college type shit. I got a question for you boys. Please, please, yeah. So what do you think about power dynamics between relationships? And what side of the power dynamic do you like to be on? Power dynamic. As in the person who decides what is happening when, and then there's the other person that will that's always like putting that other person on a pedestal, right? Mm. Like they're always asking that other person to do stuff, but at the end of the day, it's them who decides what happens, like when they want to. Oh. Like so. That, I, I feel like you, I you get what I'm trying to say, kind of. Yeah. So like, like you're always you asking your approach? girlfriend if I can go out tonight or some shit like that, like that type of deal. Yes, yes. Yeah. Like if you give your like, okay, right. You give your girlfriend that power, then she's ultimately gonna like. If you go against that, it's not going to be good for you. Like, So exactly. what side of that spectrum do you like to be on? Do you like to be the one who holds power? Do you like it to be an even playing field? Do you like it? Uh, do you like being the person who gets stepped on ultimately? Or, I, do you I, I have a lot to say about this, so Please. Chris, you can go first. Okay, yeah, because, you know, I'm kind of short and sweet. But <laughs> I think that having an even playing field is best for both, just because you both have your own lives that you lead. And, but how often do you see that? Oh, not at all. I rarely see that, and I feel like that's that's kind of toxic relationship type deal. Because if someone holds all the power, then that the other person who isn't holding power loses a lot of self worth, loses I don't know their dignity, I guess, and they feel like they have to clear it with some. And that's like when you're younger, like oh, Dad, can I go see my friends? Like shit like that. Yeah. Like. And for them to hold that, like, parental power over you, it's just, I feel like that's fucked up and that leads to toxic shit. Because if you go out and don't tell them, and you're in deep shit, you're, you're like, shit. it's like your parents catching you doing something bad, and you gotta, like, come home the next day, and then you're like, oh, God, like, what's gonna happen? Then you yeah. take away my Xbox or some shit. 
And I don't know. I don't like having someone hold power over me. Because yeah. it's my life that I lead, not theirs. Exactly. And I feel like not a lot of people, we don't really see that a lot. It's usually someone holding a lot of power. Yeah. Not bad. I like an even playing field. I want to hear your piece on this show. I think that all relationships are the same. As in, male, you know, like, you know, a a girlfriend, boyfriend, significant other type relationship and friendships. I think that uh, there are the obvious differences, but they should all be approached in the same way. I think that it should always be 50-50, regardless. I think that it should always be 50-50 because I think that's what makes it a relationship and not fucking slavery. And have you experienced that? I only experience that. I, I make sure, if I'm in a relationship where that is not the case, it does not last. Yeah. See, that is what's up. You have, you have your boundaries. You have your limits. Yes, right? the relationship I'm in right now is I am completely content. This is the best one I've ever been in. My girlfriend and I, you know, we, we let each other know what we're doing. To keep each other up to date. Other than that, there is 100% trust. You know, I can go out and hang out with another female. She can go out and hang out with another male. Yeah. I trust her. I know she loves me. She knows I love her. And we are fucking content. You know, it's the same yeah. way yeah. where when you are older and married, you know, that it should be 50-50 as far as finances go, too. You know, like, there shouldn't be a sole provider for the house, you know. It should be, you know, it's like, I was raised very Christian, you know. Yeah. So they were all, like, extremist Christian, too. So, like, the woman should be a stay-at-home mother. Yeah. And should yeah. Su- should raise the children, and the man should support the family. And that is outrageous to me. I think that yeah. is actually insane because I think that a relationship and good parenting is 50 fucking 50. It is. There is no other way to do it. Successfully. No other way to do a healthy relationship. Successfully, correct. Yes. There's no other way to do it successfully. The father needs to be present. The mother needs to be present. Or the other father. Or the other mother. Or the whatever the fuck. Mm. Both parents need to be present. They both need to be contributing the same amount in every aspect. In order for your children to grow up and learn those same important values of how a relationship works, you know, and how you work together with someone, with a significant other or with a friend to achieve that goal that is happiness and fulfillment, you know. It should be the same thing with friendships, too. I should not be the one making the plans every time. I should not be the one getting you to go out of your fucking house. That right there. You should ask me if I'm free. You should try to make an effort to see me. And if a friendship is not 50-50, it doesn't work out for me either. Exactly. It's great. It's just the way it is, you know? You know, I really don't even have much to add to that because... You pretty much took the words right out of my mouth. like Because that's just the only logical way for it to be. Exactly. You know? And I'm, to think that for many years it's been, you know, the man is the provider. Fuck you and your toxic masculinity. Get the hell out of here, okay? I hate that term, toxic masculinity, but it's a thing. Let's yeah. be real. And yeah. it's it's a pain in the ass. And again, it goes back to, like, men are the big, strong ones and they need to keep all their emotions in and they need to just go out and slave all day for money while the woman slaves all day at home raising the children both are equally difficult and both should be shared yeah they should be shared Absolutely. no two ways about it especially with friendships too it pisses me off with friendships oh more my God. because it's I like yeah you know because it's just <laughs> ridiculous 
I shouldn't be the one reaching out to you every time I want to see you. Like, if we are friends... You need to put some fucking effort into. Oh my god, I get I get so heated about that. Yeah. It's such a pain in the ass. Oh my god, fuck. Yeah. And I have so many friends that do that, and I'm getting to the point where I'm just like through and through. Well, at that point, you just play the waiting game. Yeah, just play the waiting game. You see who comes up, see who doesn't. That's it. Yeah. It might be time. It might be time. You might have to. For a couple of them that maybe aren't reciprocating that energy back yeah. to you, you might have to pull the plug on them for a little bit. That's what it is. See how they react. I came know? to that realization this week, actually. I have a few friends that are that way, and I'm just like, that's it. I'm done. You see, you come to me next time you want to do something, exactly. because I am fucking through. It yeah, is annoying. Especially when you've broken your back for some people, too. You know, mm-hmm. It's like, I always... See? Make these plans. I listen to you when you're sad. I hear you out. You fucking do the same. Yeah. <laughs> I also do think that a lot of people give too much of themselves, expecting the other person to do the same at the same time. That's and true. I think, you know, just because you've done so much for someone and like you've been there the whole way, like, like I'm trying to think of a way to word this. No, you were 100% right. Like, yeah. I, I do and agree that's what with that. turns into that, like, power power scaling, if you will. Yeah. The fucking... Because the man... Not the man. Man or woman. Yeah. One person from a relationship gives all they got, and someone doesn't give yeah. all they got. And that's what turns into the fucking power. What? Maybe that's not always because that person necessarily doesn't like you. Maybe they just, like, don't see you as fit to, you know, give you... the full selves maybe they don't see you as compatible right maybe mm-hmm. but some people might not see it that way so it's it's always really tricky because like i want every relationship is different it is yeah. it is it, it totally is and it's like, ultimately about what makes them happy and if they're happy you know like I, my my grandparents you know my my grandfather works my grandmother stays home and yeah. they're happy so good for them but i think the times are changing and you gotta give it the fucking times exactly you know? exactly i think the new generation needs to realize what's what's what but you are right about friends expecting too much and people expecting too much. Yes. But in these instances that I have experienced, it's not that I am expecting the same. I'm expecting something. something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? And I have received fuck all, you know, and I'm yep. sick of that. Like, I'm re- I've ex- the only thing I'm expecting is for them to reach out to me and ask me to do something with them. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's all I want. Yeah. That's all I want. You know? Yeah. What a fucking awesome question, buddy. Yeah. You got any more up your sleeve? Uh, yeah, you'd do the fucking question. Yeah, for real. Shit, uh, I guess I'll fucking retire, dude. Damn. <laughs> we got some fire ones today. Three mooks today, huh? Three mooks. Oh, boy. I like that. You got me thinking here for a second. Yeah, yeah. My, my brain's no, empty right now. The idea okay, well, we can we yeah. can hit some more of these, and then if you think yes. of anything, you interrupt. Yeah, please okay. do. Back or you, you jump on when we're trying to... Find our nifty little transitions. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, hey, I've been I've been doing today. Some of them. <laughs> so, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I'm trying to find a good transition. It's the transition. That's, transition. <laughs> That's my go-to for sure. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Um, damn. Now I'm trying to think of a good transition. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Um, just... Relax. Drop <laughs> <laughs> my. I'm trying to think for something like as deep as that because we've been taking the deep fucking dive. Usually we do like a uh, 
like an introduction with the person for the first time. Yeah, yeah, but this is definitely gonna I be hate a deep dive. Though. I, I hate yeah. introductions. Like you've said, and keep honestly, it short, keep it sweet. Exactly, and that's how we like it. Yes. Straight to it. I guess this one's this one's more of a. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but are you optimistic about your future? Am I optimistic? Yeah. Um. Yes and no. Um. Mm. Well. Optimistic in the way that, like, I hope everything I have planned out comes to fruition, but I don't expect it to because life is unpredictable and circumstances can change like this. That's a fact. So, I mean, I mean, do you I'm, think that if you don't expect it to, that may lead to it not coming out that way? No, not even, you know, because okay. you can't expect anything in this world. Like, I, that's how I see it. Like, because anything that you get from this outside world really is is like a blessing you know i think a way i see it at least I, I i try to just do everything for myself and not expect anything in return so when i do actually get something in return it's like even like if it's in return for my effort like with my page right like i didn't expect to hit a hundred thousand followers i just did what i needed to do and then it came right yeah so realistically i kind of just see it as like am i doing what i need to do to get to those goals every day and if the answer is no then you just i just readjust in the way that I can. So I try not to be like, oh, like I hope this is gonna happen. Like I try to calculate. Yeah, you almost wanna know that that's gonna happen. You gotta have an understanding. Again, you if you don't have a full understanding of what you're doing, you're not going to be able to do it right. You're gonna fear it, you might resent it. Yeah. You know, like people, I see how people school situations all the time. They're kind of just like up in the air, you know, doing whatever, not really like too mm-hmm. focused in, but like you have to be really. And I, I guess that kind of doesn't answer the question, but it also kind of does. Like, no, it does. I try not to view it through like any sort of lens. I kind of just try to view everything as like as realistically as I can. Mm. And then anything else that comes after, that's great. That's kind of how I see it. Yeah. You know? Sounds like you're gonna say something. I would okay. I would argue not that your your outlook is incorrect because clearly it's not because it works for you. Yeah. Which makes it correct. Yeah. Right? That's because ultimately it's it's all perspective. Yeah. And it works for you. But I would also argue that having a positive outlook on something will push you harder to achieve that, you know, like oh, definitely. Kind of knowing that like, okay, like with this, with this friendship, you know, if I put in this much effort, it'll be good. You know, if we, if we, you know, if we do this, if we I see this person this many times, you know, if we, we try to keep like good conversation, consistent conversation, things like that, it'll be, a, it'll lead to a good friendship, you know, Absolutely. like, you no, know, like kind of having that hope and knowing that it will go that way knowing that it'll go well will kind of help it go it definitely serves as a beacon in some sorts yeah because it pushes you there definitely but i think also the way i see it i just try not to get too attached to outcomes because Mm -hmm. that is a big problem like like because you could do everything to uh i guess like set up that friendship in the way you want and then something can change so drastically in their lives some other yeah. circumstances could just completely flip the situation around. So, like, so to play devil's advocate here, then you you don't you're not attached to outcomes. Do you have goals? Yes. Okay. Yes. So how do you mix that? You know. Um. You know, like. How do you maintain having goals without being too attached to outcome? I see the outcome, and I disregard it basically. I see like, all right, this is where I need to get, but it ultimately like that's. If it doesn't happen, it's whatever. But I'm going to do everything I need to do to get there so I have the best chance of achieving that desired outcome, right? But mm. 
I just try not to get like dead set on outcomes just because how life can change so fast in like so many ways, I guess. Like I just hate being disappointed. I hate being disappointed. So yeah. like I try to never set myself up for disappointment, but I do like, I, I guess I, I do have a positive outlook in a way that I do use those goals as beacons, but I just, I don't overthink it. I typically just like, yeah. all right, that's where I need to be. But yeah. like, and it's not even necessarily positive more as it is just not pessimistic. You know? Yes. Like you're not expecting to be disappointed. Exactly. Which is a, a good thing. You know? yeah. As yeah, long yeah, as yeah, you're yeah. not expecting shit to go south, you're on the right track. Yeah. You're yeah, doing yeah. what's good for you. So. Exactly. Exactly. So I think it's just really, again, I, I've said it a hundred thousand times. So again, it's a balance. It's a balance between tempering your expectations and actually like doing the work that you need to do to get there. Right. So like, I, I just hate getting attached to outcomes. I don't know. Mm. I'm just. I don't Understandable. Know. Understandable. Just because like. If you focus too much on that, it can, you know, deteriorate. Exactly. Trying to reach that outcome. Mm. So. And I, I also view outcomes in the same sense as I view like materialistic things. So, mm. Like they're kind of similar. Like, Vanity. Yes. More or less. Yes. It's nothing but detrimental. It, so you're just going to fuck yourself up. So like I had that 100K in my mind. Just like, I was like, I need to hit that number. It's like, I wanted to get to the next level on yeah. my page, but I was like, all right, I might not hit it because my goal is to hit it before I go away to school. So I was like, all right, if I'm going to do this, I got to put myself in the best chance to do it. So I posted every day. I made sure they were the right ideas, the ones that would, you know, appeal to a large group of people. And then I just did it. And I guess it came, but I wasn't like, it was like if I didn't hit a hundred thousand, I would just be doing the same thing to get there anyway. Yeah, it's you know fine. I mean? So like, so you weren't expecting it to happen, but you also weren't expecting it not to happen. Exactly. So I was putting myself in the best position to achieve it yeah. without like fixating on like, I need it. Like, yeah. but like still deep down, like I definitely do have that like positive outlook, like outcome. Like I can do this. Like I can do this. Yeah. yeah. But I try like, cause sometimes those outcomes can be very, very appealing. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, Oh, like, after these four years of college, I'm going to go get some crazy job in a big city and all that. Like you could do everything you need to do to get there. And then something completely, like, let's say you're going to go out to some big city for your job. And then your dad gets sick. Mm. He's bedridden. That's, you might've done everything you needed to do to get there, but it's still not going to happen. Anymore. You got to go yeah. take care of your family. Right. That's just, that's like a very extreme example, but just sure. like so life can always just like throw a fork in the road at you whenever you least expect it. Like I could have got my page taken down at 80K. Yeah. I've seen other pages get a ton of copyright strikes for what they do. And if I got three copyright strikes. I would have, I could have done everything I needed to do to get there. But then Instagram is just like, nope, pull the plug. Yeah. So never get too attached on the outcome, but also keep it in mind. But focus yeah. on because then it becomes an issue of greed you know and if you become consumed by greed you're gonna you're gonna lose yourself along the way mm -hmm. you're not gonna you if you're trying to hit that 100k and you're like all right i need this this is gonna this is gonna happen you know and i'm gonna do everything that i possibly can to do it and if it doesn't happen i'm gonna be pissed it's gonna be the end of the world that's the chasing you know? thing as well yeah. you're chasing it so yeah. basically you're just when you're chasing something it's running away from you yeah so ultimately if you're chasing that follower count like you're probably not going to hit it unless you're actually like doing the right thing. I think focus needs to be on the action and not on the outcome. Because when you focus on the action, you get the outcome. Mm. It's like everything, 
external is just a byproduct of what you can what you achieve by doing what you need yeah. to do. It's kind you of focus on how to get there, you'll end up there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Don't focus on the destination. Because then you'll be putting enough effort you'll be putting more effort into how you're gonna do it as opposed to like thinking too much about where you want to be. So basically just what you're saying, yeah, it just makes more sense to to put all your effort in getting there. You know? Exactly. It so makes you way more sense. Sharpen your skill set way more along the way. And that's what's actually valuable. That's what's going to carry you throughout life. You know, like having something you can rely on to get you through. Like, you know what I mean? Whatever that may be. Like whatever. You know what I mean? Like that, yeah, that's yeah. ultimately like getting better at what you do is like the best way to like. Yeah. I actually have a really good example of that. I'm gunning for a promotion at my job. Yeah. A leadership position. Okay. And so I was thinking for so long about how much I just wanted that. I was like, I need this. Like, this would be really good for me. I'll have enough money to move out, you know, I'll be, I'll have enough money to save up for a new car, all those sorts of things. And then I was in that mindset for so long and it kept not happening and not happening. And I was getting so discouraged about it. As you were focusing too much on the outcome on the and goal. not what you were putting in. Correct. So then I started thinking about, okay, well, I'll just focus on the work. You know, I'll do better at my job. I'll start to excel, you know. And so I was just working hard, going in every day, catching myself, making mistakes, rectifying those inequities, moving forward. And then... Lo and behold, now I'm hearing more about it, you know, yeah, more about this promotion and we're following in this Notice when you remove the outcome, stuff. you just focus on doing the good stuff yeah. and then it comes. Exactly. That's how the universe works. You know? it's, like, yeah. It's just, it's all on what you put in. It's you will get that promotion. You will get it. It's incredible how it works, you know. But you can't fixate on it. You can't chase it. You can't just be like, oh, I need that fucking promotion mm. like, all day. And then just sit there and do the same thing that you're doing. Normal vanity. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's, God damn. Greed. That's why you can't attach yourself to things. Yeah. Like, that's a whole nother discussion we go into. Fucking like, unhealthy. Being man. attached to yeah. things or people. Like, I've definitely noticed myself again, like, attached to things or people mm. and like when that happens your your own power is stripped away yeah realistically because then you're just focused so much on the external that internally everything's shifting in a way that you can't control because you're not focused on it. the only attachment i have that i view as healthy is music like, I can't live without music. I feel like that's the only exception to the attachment rule. It's like music, you know. I mean, it'd be pretty hard to take the music away. I know. It'd be pretty fucking. That's hard. what I'm they'd saying. Shut down all the DSPs. They'd have to take away your vinyls. They'd have yeah. To play your and what does music do? It doesn't harm anything, you know. No, it's it's, it's, it's music. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's actually one thing I do want to talk about too. I think people don't pay attention enough to surrounding, like to what you surround yourself with, like entertainment, media, like. If you listen to a bunch of like, trap music, a bunch of people talking about like, I don't know, like robbing people, killing people, like selling drugs, like doing all that shit, like you surround yourself with that type of entertainment. Like, say you watch like uh, similar uh, media, you, you're gonna start to think that way too. It's gonna have that effect on that influence on you. So you also have to be careful with what you consume. We were talking about that last yeah, night. Because it with, will influence you. With Bronwyn, actually, we were talking about. For a short period of time, we were discussing America's desensitization to violence and how we have become so accustomed to seeing violent acts on TV, oh in God, our streets, yeah. everywhere, that it doesn't phase us anymore to see those things. It doesn't really. Which is disturbing. It's, it is. Because I see, you know, so I, if I sit down with my grandmother and watch a movie and something vile happens, she's like, oh my God, like I need to leave the room. And yeah. I'm just like, 
what? It's not that deep. I mean, yes. watch Peaky Blinders. Yeah, Peaky Blinders, Stranger Things, Breaking Bad. All these shows have these... These guys will take their razor caps out of their blades and take their eyes yeah, out. Like, cut their faces off. It's and I'm horrible like, things. And it's... then you watch a show like Breaking Bad, which is about people making meth. Like which isn't violence, lives. but it's still exposing yourself to this thing. That's it like, is violence in a way, though. Like if you're the one creating, yeah. you're the one distributing. You're destroying yeah. families. You're destroying and lives. There's like plenty of violence in the show as well. Oh so God, it's just, yeah. I agree with that. I think we are too careless about what we expose ourselves to. Eggs, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. But also, 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 I would argue that if you have found that you are capable of exposing yourself to these things and maintaining yourself. relatively sane mental, you know, states, then it's not really causing too much harm. You know? No, yeah, yeah. Because, like, definitely. we all listen to rap music. Oh, yeah. We are not going out selling drugs and shooting people, no. you know. We all watch violent movies, and we're not going out committing violent acts, you know. No. Nor do I have any desire to. I do want to put one other thing on this, though, because my si- Okay, sorry, I'm going to name drop my sister. Right. I'm sorry, Kira, in advance, but she listens to Suicide Boys. I used to listen to Suicide Boys, too. I don't like them. I don't like Suicide Boys, because when you listen to their music, it's just like they're putting you in their world of just, like, tragedy and, like, devastation and Mm. depression and, like, all of these, like, like, like self-harm, like... The artist's name alone is just... They are just... I used to listen to them too. They're disgusting. Yeah. I think anybody that uses killing themselves as a way to get famous, completely unworthy of my time. It, yeah. That's how they got Precisely. famous. They said, we're going to kill ourselves if we don't make it big. And they made it big. And they didn't Look kill themselves. Look at the themselves. influence they have on their fans. Like, yeah. Their fans. Like, like my sister, like, I won't dive too much into what she goes through, obviously, just because that's personal. But like, yeah. I do sometimes see like the influence that type of music that it has on her life. And it does yeah. kind of concern me a little. And I did talk to her about it recently. Good. Good. Certain things Just, like that. Even exposing yourself to certain like TV shows. I watched the show Euphoria. I don't know if you've seen I've, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it, but I know what it's about. It's I've an incredible it. show. It's beautiful, but it is so dark and it is so disturbing is. and sad. And I was, I found myself in a horrible mindset after watching it. I was like, I just feel like icky. You know, yeah. I don't want to watch someone go through a drug addiction. I don't want to watch someone go through depression and anxiety and stuff like that That doesn't make me feel good no you know and it's a good show so ultimately i did finish it it was incredible but you know i mean i i i'm not re-watching it you know i'm not gonna watch it again i'm not gonna live with that shit i'm not gonna listen to the to suicide boys i'm not gonna listen to certain things i'm not gonna watch certain things that you know cover that subject matter because you don't need to expose yourself to things especially if you're vulnerable to it oh yeah that's that's for damn sure but yeah, because if you're already in that mindset, that stuff just feeds more into it. Yep. Makes it yep. It's make you're enabling it really. That's yeah, all you're doing. honestly, and those shows are great because they explore those aspects. But if you're already in a mindset like that, I don't think that is the best choice of your time. I suppose. Exactly. I would. I will say. Despite what I just said about the show, they do portray it in a negative light, and they show the yes. negative impact it has. Yes. So it is something you can learn from. But regardless, exposing yourself to that subject matter when you are knowingly sensitive to it is 
Yeah, detrimental. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Especially if, yeah, like I said, if you're in a vulnerable spot and you start watching Euphoria and you like, maybe like some of the drug use or the, like I think there's like a drug dealer teacher in that show, like might inspire some people to, you know, make some changes in their yeah. life that maybe you shouldn't watch that show. So I mean, mm -hmm. that's kind of, it's also tricky because like you can't ruin it for the people that aren't going to be influenced by it. You know, mm -hmm. like, that's why. It's like, you don't take it away from people, but that's not the right move, you know what I mean? But I think, yeah, I think our parents were right about not exposing us to certain things when we were super young. Oh, definitely. And we didn't, you don't really understand that as a kid. No. But like, that's know, why you, movies have ratings. But America's desensitization to violence has dropped those ratings, and now you can have a certain amount of F-words in a PG-13 movie. You can have... You know, did you see? Do you watch Marvel movies at all? Do you see Doctor the new Doctor Strange movie? I've only seen Daredevil and Punisher, so shows. Okay, well, slight spoilers, but in the Doctor Strange movie, there is there are multiple scenes that are just graphic. Yeah. Mm. Graphically violent. Yeah. You know, and in a lot of PG thirteen movies, there are very sexual things. There's a lot of harsh language. You know, and it's like when I was thirteen, if I went to see that, you know, I don't think it would have impacted me well at all. You know, and and I feel like that has changed a lot. I feel like the ratings uh, used to be a lot more severe. Like movies used to be rated X, and you needed to show your ID to get into them. You know, yeah. uh, when I was sixteen, I was able to go to the theaters and watch an R-rated movie, even though it was supposed to be seventeen plus. They didn't check any ID. Nothing. I got like an ID to watch Joker. Really? No way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I never got IDs. Anyway. That was a trip. That was a Joker trip. is. Oh my God, that is Talk such a good movie. Have you yeah. seen Joker? Wow, wow that movie. is a good movie. I need to watch it. I it is watch it. I have so much on my list, though. It's like, where do I start? Do I start Godfather? Do I start The Joker? Do I start you, we can watch it together. Well, I'll watch these movies because he's got to yeah. catch up, too. I'm the movie guy. I have a collection at home that is now over $6,500 worth of Blu-rays. So you want any movie, I probably have it. And we can watch it. Movies, movies are incredible, dude. I've learned so much from movies. Granted, I, I, again, I was watching some of these that I shouldn't have been at a young age, but I learned so much from film. Yeah. I definitely like to take what I can from my shows, too. Like, there's a lot, like, like watching Tommy Shelby go from being just, like, a, like a typical street guy to, like, doing that, like, dirty work, like, fixing races and, like... Yeah. Like... All that type of stuff to becoming like, like a, a legitimate yeah. businessman yeah. and like has like world trade like working like, with the actual government too. Yes, like, seeing that like you obviously don't get to see all the hard work that would get put in behind the scenes, but just like seeing like his his leadership skills and the way he's able to like get people like on his side, like it's it's interesting to see like. And you can see the negative aspects of it, too, oh, though, as totally. far as the manipulation and the corruption. And you can see, like, the effects it has on his family, too. Mm, it's strange. Like, like, especially at the end of season three, where, oh, you already know what I'm talking about, where he gets all of them arrested as part of his bigger scheme. And they to, were going to hang. Yeah, they were all going to hang. And then, Even the scene, oh, my God, another spoiler, sorry, uh, so good. when his wife gets shot. Oh, my God. Fuck me. Holy shit. He tried convincing himself it was that blue sapphire that the Russians yeah. gave him. But in reality... It he, was him. It was him. He it exposed was him his John, family to this disgustingly horrible crime life that would ultimately end in nothing but, but death. Exactly. And like, when you don't consider all the negative aspects, it's cool sometimes to like, in your mind to like, glorify that. Like, mm. oh, 
this guy's a badass. He just, like, goes around and, like, shoots people all day and, like, oh, yeah, makes a cool shit ton of money. Sure. Like, it's like, it's like, but then you see the negative effects and you're like, okay, this is why this yeah, stuff is not. the balance. Like, Being able to pick out what's good, what's cool, and what ultimately you know is not right, but you can still kind of enjoy. Mm-hmm. That's why people watch shows like that. Yep. yep. Like, I'm not going to go take some guy's eyes in the streets. Yeah, I'm not going to go cooking meth because no. I know it makes me a lot of money. Mm. Oh, the I'm idea of knows. just like, <laughs> I don't know. Shut up. No, really. I'm not trying to incriminate myself here, but I feel like I'd like to try cooking meth at some point. Sure. Not even to sell it or smoke it or anything, just like seeing the process of just like, just don't use curry powder. <laughs> oh, chili powder? Oh, chili Jesse? powder, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I feel like I'd better, yeah, just be better off doing like some chemistry experiment, honestly. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely. Definitely not doing it. Get one of them science kits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, that, that show's a fucking trip. I want to, I want to, I still do, I want to dress as Lalo. Just because he has the best outfits in the entire show. Dress as Lalo in season Lalo. six, episode eight. Is that from... Uh, He's from Better, Better Call Saul. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen that. He's a Salamanca. And he has the best fucking outfits. Wait, you haven't got through season four yet? No. Uh, it's a trip. Great show, great show. Watch Better Call Saul. Watch Better Call Saul if you haven't. Watch it. I warn you, it's slow, but you will be rewarded for your hard work. <laughs> it's a it's, um, it's a prequel to Breaking Bad, so you don't even have to watch Breaking Bad. I mean, I guess... You should, though. You should. You should. You should. Just because, like, even if you... Like, it doesn't make sense to really watch it from, like, a timeline standpoint because you're not going to understand, like, a lot of the things. Mm. If you're okay with the subject matter and willing to expose yourself to very dark. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Because it is disturbing. Yes. A lot of the times when I finish an episode, I feel, like, empty inside. Yeah. Yeah. Straight, like, moral decay of that Yeah. Like, like, mad dog. Oh. Especially into season six. You have AMC Plus, right? Yeah. Watch Mad God. It Watch the movie Magus. Fucking Mad Make sure you have seen. a great day beforehand, though. Make sure you don't watch it after a bad day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's no no dialogue whatsoever, and it's all stop motion claymation. It's made by the guy who does um did the siege, uh, the stop motion for Jurassic Park, Star, Star Wars, Wars yeah. Terminator. All that shit. And it is a fucking trip. It took 30 years for him to make. It's a masterpiece. Wow. It is crazy. But it's dark. Very. Extremely. I can do with dark. I might just feel like terrible after. No, you, it's <laughs> like you need to take a I, shower. I agree with that. Yeah, but it's definitely worth watching. What a fucking trip. Shout out to Grant for showing us that. Yeah, we started our free trial on AMC Plus just to watch it. And you haven't started Better Call Saul? Well, John did. John did. Mm. I have not started Better Call Saul. Yeah, but someday, yeah. someday. Yeah, when it's on Netflix. Yeah, what is Better Call Saul? Yeah, not the whole thing. Everything but season six. Yeah, yeah I know. Well, that's what I mean. I gotta, you gotta catch up. Might be something to boot up the one, two, three movies on that or something. Yeah. <laughs> For legal purposes, we have no idea what that is. But <laughs> all right, anything that you wanna cover before we wrap it up? Because I'd love to go on another tangent, but it's up to you. It is up to you. Because we got one final question. But if you want to throw something, yeah, I don't really got anything. Fair. John, you want to do the honors? This is his mastermind (laughs) of a fucking question. (laughs) It's not really that deep, but we do it with everybody. It's the the always the last question on your first your first uh, appearance. 
It's a simple question, but it's a thinker, right? It is, <laughs> what do you want to be remembered for? What do I want to be remembered for? Could be after the episode, it could be after you kick the I mean, bucket. do you really want me to, like, you want me to, like, give you the full spiel? Yeah, bro, yeah. No, make it 30 seconds. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... The whole might thing. sound bold, you know, maybe like a little bit too confident in myself, but... Can never be too confident. I well, want to be, be remembered for what a working man can ultimately become. Obviously, I'm speaking from the perspective of someone who hasn't, like, gone through life fully. I'm 20 yeah. years old. Like, I've still got a long way to go, but I want to be remembered for being able to believe in yourself and... Take that to a level that can change the people around you. Fucking A right. I want to be able to be remembered for just being myself. Yeah. And stay like staying true to myself, like no matter how far I go. Mm -hmm. Right. The hard work pays off. I know because like wrapping it back to the college discussion, like I could have just went down that cybersecurity path, and I ultimately wouldn't have made it very far because I didn't have a passion for it, but. You know, I just want people to look at me and be like, you know, I can do what I want to. Mm. Mm. At, a, at a, any level you want, though, that's the thing. I, I think people can really do so much more than they're capable of. People don't really understand how smart they are. Like, yeah. There's just so much power you have in your hands that you can utilize. And I think just figuring out how to use it in the right way, you know, that benefits you and the people around you in a healthy way. Like, there's nothing better than that. Damn straight. For sure. Right. For sure. I like that answer. That's a good answer. No, that's, that's really all I got on that. Good answer. Damn. And on that note. Do you and do it <laughs> at any level you want. Because you can. Fucking air right. I interrupted the, the on that note, so no. I gotta let you go on that. No, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> but that was a very that was a very good answer. That's yeah. a very good answer. Nice. Very, very, very interesting conversations very. here. Very interesting conversation today. I like that. I like that. Well, I that appreciate you boys for having me on too. Oh, of course. Looking forward to this for a while. Yeah, yeah. we were too. And we're all about second appearances. So if you ever want to come back on, I will come back on. Yeah, and we'll, what we usually do is we just if, if your first appearance, we go through some questions. I know today we kind of got off, but that was more than fine. We yeah. loved that. Yeah. Was, this was incredible. Yeah. Um, but if you ever come back, we'll have a bunch of topics and we'll just discuss. Just discuss shit, you know. Tell me when. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Love to have you back. This has been incredible. Mm -hmm. So on that note. On that note. We'll see you Saturday. Yeah, see you next Saturday. (laughs) Bye-bye.